0: Pius the thirteenth is a great poem. But life evolves in spite of us.
1: i the
2: new Pope. now? Who is that Pope now?
0: Hi everybody and welcome to episode three of Papal Bull Resurrection, a companion podcast to the new Pope. With me this week and every week is my co host, a man who, uh, mm, mm-hmm. it might be the Pope. We're not quite sure yet. Uh, Eric Thurm. That is me. That's uh, you. The ambiguous Pope. You're, uh, f- I forgot to mention that you're Fanbytes, uh chief liturgical correspondent. That's correct. And uh,
3: theological, uh, cor- expert.
0: And theological expert, political
3: commentator, and we're we're joined today uh, by our second ever guests, Chris Wade and Molly O'Brien, co-hosts of and introducing the world's best music biography podcast, best and
0: most most, most. yes, it's
3: only the most. Uh, yeah only okay. only 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 uh, as
4: far as we know. Actually, yeah. I've never seen somebody and else I'll that never does look something for it yeah
0: anywhere else. And, and this, I should mention also that this is the only young slash new pope podcast yes. <laughs> so don't believe the hype if you've heard about another one. Oh, also i'm Meredith k and i'm the features and trending editor of <laughs> fanbyte.com in case you got this far and somehow didn't know that <laughs> we're
1: we're I you're like, gonna say the features like, editor for the the podcast for the podcast like, cool. <laughs> also that yeah
3: <laughs> like like john malkovich in this episode we're taking a very long time to introduce ourselves to the world <laughs> um yeah, so I, I would love to start with a a new segment that we're bringing to the show. The first new segment of uh, People Bold Resurrection uh, in a segment for guests that I am calling Confessional. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, welcome to con- it's not as exciting as that sounds uh, in <laughs> Confessional. I would love for you guys to start off uh, and tell us a little bit about your relationship with Catholicism, yes. if any, and your relationship with the young Pope, if a lot, which which a lot.
4: Uh do you want to go first or should I?
3: You, you and, should and also us. and also maybe start us off with a you know I don't know if you like need to talk about sins, but like you can ask for we'll we'll, we'll do confession. Bless, bless me, it. Eric, for I've sin.
1: It has been like seven years since my last confession. No. You can start Chris. Uh,
4: uh I have only epigenetic memories of Catholicism. Uh my both my parents uh were um, you know, my mom was born from German and Italian Catholics in Cincinnati. And my dad's family is straight Irish Catholic. Uh, So grandparents generation, very Catholic. Uh, But I think like a lot of people who were raised by very Catholic families, like American white ethnic families in the middle of the 20th century, they uh, grew up deciding that they hated the Catholic church. So I had none of that. Um, Though I guess you would say that I am like then culturally Catholic.
1: Were you baptized?
4: Uh, I don't think so. I don't even know. (laughs) Uh, you're going to hell yeah Uh, but like all of my uh, you know genetics and like family structures like have the signs of like a catholic family you know like very italian on my mom's side and like penitently irish on my dad's side so uh, that's my relationship to it I didn't really do any uh, churching when I was young Uh, like my parent my mom specifically was very resentful of the catholic church because she um, my mom's my mom's Dad died suddenly, very young, and um, my mom's mom eventually found a guy who I only who I knew my entire life as my grandpa, who um you know was they, was her second husband, and they fell in love, and she wanted to marry him, and the Catholic Church was like, he is divorced, absolutely fucking not, no way, and he was like already taking care of their entire family, my mom, her three sisters, my grandmother at the time, uh, and so they got married anyway, and the fucking Catholic Church. Excommunicated. Wow, my uh, grandma.
3: That's like pretty metal, actually. Yes, respect to your grandma. Yeah, what did, I mean, so, yeah.
4: What did they convert to? I I think she just kept practicing Catholicism as like a uh, out, out, like I don't know what you would call it, like non
0: non welcomed she Catholic. She did
1: at home Catholicism it, YouTube videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to stay, to stay Wait, shame is that a thing? Though? <laughs> I wonder
0: if that's a thing. Like people who have been like kicked out of the church and that, but then still fundamentally like believe in it, mm-hmm. but it's just been decided that they don't get to be part Uh, of it anymore. It's
3: called Satanism. (laughs) No, but i I, just opposite. Okay. No, but I'm
0: serious. There must, that must be a thing, right? Yeah. I don't know if like, I actually
4: don't know what the deal was. And I, I I should actually talk to my mom about this because I think it was like, I think she like still went to church or like had to just move churches and just like kind of practice Catholicism in sin in Catholicism for the rest of her life. I don't know. Very, Tactical very Christian
0: weird. action. Yeah. Yeah. She had to like stealth maneuver <laughs> the into the church. Yeah. yeah.
4: She wore like a big hat like over her covering half her face or something. Metal yeah. gear Christian. So anyway, my mom hated the church because they were uh, mean to her mom. Uh, and that's basically my memory of this. Yes. Molly.
1: Uh, I was raised Catholic. I was baptized. I was confirmed. Uh, my confirmation name is Teresa, the Spanish one, not the French one. That's important to dist- distinctivize uh my parents were obviously both raised catholic they thought it sucked but they were still like we gotta like go through the whole motions that's Uh, very catholic it's super catholic yeah no they like my dad went to catholic school oh god so yeah i I grew up doing the whole like sunday school thing and then my big act of rebellion was like two weeks before i was supposed to get confirmed telling my mom like i don't believe in god so can we like not do this because it's gonna be like You know, fake. It's just gonna be doing it for clout. And she was like, "Can you just like do it for the vine? Yeah, (laughs) do do it for the vine for the gram." Uh, And she was like, "Can you please just like for the sake of like my whole family, like not not (laughs) fuck this up?" And I was like, "Oh, so like that's what that's what religion is about is just like keeping like it's
0: about family. It's about family as."
1: As a uh, John John Paul the Third eventually yeah. pontificates, is like it's all about the fam.
0: He literally does.
3: Wow. Yeah. yeah. yeah yes. He's the only person in the world who gets to actually pontificate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Literally. <laughs> so but, yes, that that's my background with Catholicism. I'm not a practicing Catholic currently, can, uh, but that's why I love I love the young pope. and yeah, The new you, pope. Cause, can you guys
3: give us a, a brief amount of flavor about your thoughts about the first season? Uh yeah, I mean, I got
4: into this basically because of you uh, just <laughs> <laughs> texting me young pope memes like seven times a day for like four straight weeks. And I was like, I guess I need to watch this. And then as soon as you start watching it, you're like, oh yeah, this does rock. It's a what? Oh, it's a hilarious, like psychedelic, bizarrely sincere, but also deeply cynical, uh, examination of like faith and politics and society comma we live in yeah uh, it does say a lot about society <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's great it's a i mean i feel like people uh, uh throw around the can throw around this term a lot but in, in terms of things on tv that you could like honestly describe as uh lynchian that isn't just like totally ripping it off it's like it's like lynchian plus a uh, just a a uh, generous label ladle of like catholic imperious elegance Mm-hmm. um and it's it's great it's i love i love the show we it's, love to see it it's about the best show on tv i would think, what other, I think than, other than the venture brothers
3: yeah yeah it really uh i remember when the first season aired uh there were people who were like the most lynchian show on tv this year is legion legion which was the year a year that both the young pope and literal twin peaks aired <laughs> on television <laughs> and people were like whoa just like totally mind-blowing Cause he's like his hair stand up and
0: psyched like crazy. Um, Wait, have I told my Catholic origin story on this podcast? Should we? Do
3: you do you do you, you want to do it now? Or should you save? because going. you did it? You did it? You did it in our lost episode. Oh, maybe we should include that as like a carrot
0: for people. I mean, to, I don't know that's where our, it that's is. Each episode, it's it's literally it's lost. Literally lost. <laughs> oh no! I mean, I'm sure I am we'll sure I could it. find it, but no, it's in, it's all written on the gold discs. Oh <laughs> yeah, what? Mormonism? That's oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <you're doing laughs> Mor- are you doing Mormonism? Yeah, that Mormonism things,
4: things that shit or Voyager shit?
0: Yeah. Honestly, oh, either way. Both good. Yeah. Um, no, both, both kind of similar in relation to the greater Star Trek and Christian canon, I think. Um, and Voyager, in many ways, is the Mormonism of, of Star <laughs> Trek. Um, yeah, wait, no, be, you know this, right? That like my dad's family was Catholic and uh, he went to Catholic school as well. And uh but I didn't grow up with any of that because my mom was just like folk religion England <laughs> like believes in ghosts but like not in God <laughs> like oh hell yeah uh, which is like uh, a really cool cosmology f- fairies
4: right like sixty percent of British yeah. people are like no fairies are literally yeah real. no it's just
0: yeah. like fucked up fairies and spirits and shit and like dead people can live as ghosts and um mom I'm not making fun of you if you listen to this I think that's very cool that you have that you're able to believe in ghosts um.
4: I mean Catholicism literally believes in go- ghosts. Oh, yeah. I if, mean, if you're just like a passive is, yeah. observer in it, you're you're like, "Oh yeah, it's just religion and God and love and whatever." But it's like, no. A, a literal every Sunday a literal wizard is going to yes. physically transmogrify That's one of my favorite things. physical objects into the the flesh and blood of a living deity that you will then consume right. in a cannibal uh, a ritual of sanctifying yourself. Right. With their, it's it's it's
0: totally bizarre. Yeah, I mean, because you look at you look at Catholicism and you look at the communion, and you're like, oh, I see how this symbolizes the body and blood of Christ. Incorrect. No, yes. <laughs> There's no symbolism there. It literally is turned into that, which is pretty wild. Yeah, I, I, re- re-
1: I remember the the like Sunday school class where we like learned about transubstantiation, and everyone in the classroom was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because it's so Shit no, is just, crazy You just grow up And you're like I'm eating every Since like 8 Age 8 To like age 16 You're like Yeah I'm just eating Jesus crackers Like NBD And then it's like yeah. no, no 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 Like that is him Yeah that's dude. my
0: body That's my blood yeah. If you're a Catholic out. Can you actually
4: be vegetarian? Wait what? Whoa We, we can't
0: <laughs> We Whoa Cause, Whoa
4: Wait Because you have to Because it becomes the flesh It's oh like
0: meat Oh that's a good question The There's greatest th- threat In forum <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh my family are terrible catholics and um one easter my uncle when they were still pretending to try uh my uncle said that we were gathered there to celebrate the birth of jesus Ooh, (laughs) that's christmas dog (laughs) it's the rebirth easter is the death one Uh, that's where he died easter is uh is birth part two yeah birth to the return he,
3: he comes back i just want to say uh to all of our faithful catholic listeners who do believe in the miracle of transubstantiation we do love and
0: respect your beliefs um, no i think it's metal as hell it's yeah it's yeah. fucking sick
3: if you can to me
1: yeah i just have nothing but respect in that like if you can wrap your mind around that and like that's
3: chill honestly like great are many 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 my mind's to, just too small uh uh to the entire italian cast of the of the <laughs> new and young pope who we know are listening yes. uh yeah do do we do we want to use that to start talking about this third episode yes. of the new pope okay so there's a lot of stuff happening here uh, I think we should start by talking about all of the additional things that we learn about uh, John Brannox, who by the end of this episode has become Pope John Paul the Third. Um,
0: like, right? Because they're still mm-hmm. wooing him at the beginning of the episode, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And in that process, we learn. So, what? Yeah, so we learn a lot of things. Uh,
3: the maybe does everyone have like a, a, a most fun thing? That, I mean, that we're that we all thinking the same
0: thing right now. Oh wait, no, no, go then, go, go, say, say your thing fucking Meghan markle yeah <laughs> like the so, fact that she calls him and asks him for fashion advice because she thinks he's gay or something and like there's multiple scenes where he flexes by just being like oh, oh. tell her i'll call her back or just like oh it's dreadful and that he, megan he, is called he says,
3: he says they want to be influences yet they don't know color combinations <laughs> <laughs> that is and the it, most important thing about that's wild yeah yeah and and so i am of two minds about this First, it's extremely funny that this joke is already dated. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, like very, very powerful that this is Eric. Like, this is probably was- shot like in August or something, yeah. right? <laughs>
4: Maybe it's more relevant than ever because yeah. they were t- they're stepping back from the uh, from the royal family and. Uh, uh, english royal family take the step back from the royal family challenge i would want each of them to take a step <laughs> back away from it until there are none left and then the queen yeah. dies and they're done
3: uh yeah prince andrew if you're listening yeah <laughs> uh but maybe that what are they going to be if they're like retired no, royals they're, they're, they're going to be influencers. just no, regular they, they're, rich they're people making, yeah they're making like nor, like real entertainment deals i think they're going to get basically like an obama netflix sure. style production deal um which like yeah if you can get that work great i i did have a thought though Wow, and I, I think it does this doesn't work in the first scene but in the second scene when she calls him while he's talking to sophia there was definitely a brief moment where i was like he maybe is
0: making up this phone call <laughs> oh percent. So so yeah cool. it does sound like that because in that scene also he talks about having like like sophia says that she found a picture of him with the queen oh his yeah. desk and he's like as one gets old one must resort to these measures he's <laughs> like <laughs>
3: can we all agree he's definitely horny for he's her right he's so yes. horny yes
1: but he's horny in like a like a like a he's horny for her elegance like, yes i don't know if he he's, wants to he's fuck horny
3: her or for her very, he's very he's
4: horny in a respectful way yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
4: Oh, he's he's almost got the because they these last two or three episodes i guess two uh it, you know he's sequestered in this like giant uh british his familial uh mansion home on an estate we don't see any of him like doing priest or cardinal shit he's mostly just wearing like fancy suits suits and stuff there's a little feeling of like i don't know like beauty and the beast energy of this like mm. self uh the rose yeah, the roses. Yeah. yeah this like self-secluded person who is like tormented by his place uh in society and then he's visited by all the these people who are like trying to entice him to come right, all out all these
1: candelabras and forks <laughs> and,
4: and yeah, stuff dancing
3: forks. and, and yeah. his his like you know magical butler yeah. Danny
0: uh <laughs> wow that's yeah i could see that i'm just picturing voyello as like a dancing convertible singing, like, be our guest now. He's he's a co-
3: Voyello is a Cogsworth. If yeah, a Cogsworth. Oh, boy. Yeah.
0: yeah, he's a Cogsworth. He like and a chair is a
3: Lumiere. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. Uh, anyway.
1: Who's, uh, who's, wait, who's Gutierrez? <laughs> Sorry. What? What? Uh, the, the chip. Chip, yeah. Chip, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chip. Oh, he's, he's so co- sweet.
3: Oh, I love him. Wow, that's very powerful. Uh, and because they have a they basically go on a date in this episode yeah. where they, they sit in his screening room that I guess they have in the house <laughs> and amazing. watch Easy Rider. <laughs> uh, Yeah, d- like, I don't know. Does anyone have thoughts about why they would be watching that movie? I mean, uh,
4: Sorrentino's, that's the creator's name, right? Sorrentino, yeah. his relationship to pop culture is so, seems so bizarre and delightful to me because every time he pulls out something, like when... Fucking Sophie Tucker was the drop music for Uh this. We were uh, like, Molly and I were like losing our shit uh, (laughs) and and stuff. So I don't know. It's hard to buy in how much he, in any given like pop culture drop, he intends things to be like ironic or funny or if he's like, like in this first season when he plays sexy and I know it, you're like,
3: is this a joke or is... (laughs) I feel like he's exposed to one piece of pop
0: culture like every three years yeah. so
3: I, I yeah i will say you can you can uh if you're interested you can look up an interview that i did with Paolo sorrentino about why they chose this song lmfao <laughs> and he basically was like yeah someone played it and i thought it was good <laughs>
0: yeah <It's> like, <laughs> right yeah, yeah so no. he he,
3: I, it, it does i mean it does it, it does feel important because it sets up this conversation that they have uh about Brannox's pop culture heroes uh, mm-hmm. Including, and he talks about his favorite famous people: Dennis Hopper, Jack Nicholson, Sean Penn, Sharon Stone, and Marilyn Manson. Which I think tells you one that he has like
0: very weird boomer taste. <laughs> yes. Wait, yeah. wait, wait! But it's possible that in this universe, he's seen the Super Mario Brothers movie <laughs> with Dennis Hopper as oh, no. as Bowser.
4: Yeah, he probably like, if he's a if he's a Dennis Hopper like DVD completist, and right. he's like, well, I gotta, I, he's he he's is in, it. in
0: it. <laughs> I gotta watch it. <laughs> wait has anyone actually seen easy rider because i feel like i've only ever seen parodies I, I, of it i have yeah
3: okay uh i i was a freshman in college once uh nick 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 uh indians
4: that's what jack nicholson d- does when he uh takes a shot out of his his but uh
3: flask he he says he says Brannick says that he likes all these pop culture people because they seem free mm-hmm. and by they seem free i assume he means that they had room available on their schedules uh, <laughs> because two of these people Sharon Stone and Marilyn Manson will be appearing in the new Pope that's not a spoiler they like very publicly announced this yeah uh, and he, he basically is like I'm excited to become the Pope so I can like meet these chill pe- I can like meet people uh, honestly very relatable you know uh,
4: the thing that I if look if I was like running for president or any of that shit or, or something you know I'd be like look this is gonna be like a lot of fucking stressful work but I will get to meet a bunch of famos, and that'll be
3: fun
1: Power is good that
3: yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then whew, Sophia says that he reminds her of one of her favorite actors, John oh. Malkovich. <laughs> do, he do pulled we,
1: a, um, a Julia Roberts in uh, Ocean's, was it 13? 12. What? That's 12, 12 where yeah. Where she uh, pretends to be Julia Roberts. yeah. I don't know if there's, like, a long German word for that, like, concept in, in film or oh, TV. Well, I 12. feel like, <laughs>
0: I mean, it's not the first time he's done it, right? Like, being John Malkovich. Yeah, I
4: mean, he has been, like, ironically a star Yeah. for almost his entire career. it's kind of his thing. Yeah.
0: He's played John Malkovich
1: definitely more than anyone else has. It's very,
3: <laughs> it was very, f- it's very fun, but it uh, it is a little bit like, I feel like I was kind of hoping if they were going to do
0: that, that they would kind of dig into it a little bit more. Right. This is just a literal like wink at the camera yeah. and it's like, mm, yeah. I come mean, on. If, look, if like
4: this is episode three and if like in episode eight, John Malkovich showed up as John Malkovich, I would be like, great.
3: Yeah, that would be pretty, fantastic. you know,
4: seed planted and then it blooms later on.
3: And there is precedent for that because Merritt, as you uh, researched earlier we can confirm exclusively, uh, right? That that uh, Sylvia Orlando is plays Hernandez. Oh yeah, we, he's both of them. Yeah, we definitely thought
0: that was a different guy. Yeah, we were wrong. It's uh, not. It's just him, and they cover the mole somehow. He's undefeated. Where is that a well, fake mole? You no, know, it's a fake. It's a fake
4: mole. Uh, okay. Can we talk about that guy? That, I'm sure you've mentioned this uh, in earlier episodes about this, but one of the things I think is so amazing about this series, and so, I mean, there's always a kind of meta things with with something about this where you appreciating it because you're actually enjoying the narrative and of the show. But then also that I'm just appreciating it because it's so bizarre that something like this is like leading the HBO lineup right mm-hmm. now. Like this and the outsider are the two main shows. And this is the show where for the first like two full episodes, a completely unknown Italian middle-aged normal looking guy is leading an hbo series in america
0: and it rocks because he yeah. he rocks i know i wouldn't well re- relatively unknown in america, yeah, to an american say. audience yes. an, yeah but that's one of the things that's like incredible about this show and about the young pope is that like the faces on display here are just out of this world yeah. like this is soprano's level variety of faces of, of italian like, dudes of a like, weird italian dude faces yeah. and it's like so good you, you could
3: very easily cast almost any actor from the sopranos in one of the cardinal roles oh and my god be very good uh wonderful sir paul like ugh. yeah tony Sirico.
4: yeah uh no that it's amazing to, to come in on this first episode the returning series and you know like the still on hbo is john malkovich jude law we, we look you you thought you had enough two pope action with the two popes G- get ready for even hotter version of two popes John Malkovich, Jude Law, two two popes together. First episode. No, here's a bunch of weird looking Italian guys with
2: accents.
4: Head- <laughs> Thick-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really bury the lead. <laughs> yeah.
4: uh, are arguing about uh, papal uh, uh, politics for for sixty minutes. Uh, you know, t- true new pope heads only.
1: But it is, I mean, it's such a relief, honestly, to watch normal people oh, yeah. on television, like people who aren't so, like, sculpted and, yeah. and uh, I, uncanny I looking. can't watch
0: most normal TV because I'm just like, like, I, wa- I watch a lot of older shows and a lot of, like, British shows because I feel like in England you're allowed to look normal. Yes. Um, but if you look at, like, the way that things have changed with, like, HD cameras and stuff over the last, like, 30 or 40 years in the States, like... How even sitcom actors look has, like, changed so much. Right. Mm. Um, everyone's so smooth. Everyone's so smooth. Everyone's, like, yeah. Like, like think about, like, the, ca- the supporting cast of Cheers versus, right. like, the supporting
4: cast of, I don't know, Modern Family or whatever, where, like, literally everyone on that show is a model except for uh, uh, what's the, the Married with Children guy's name.
0: Oh, um... Uh, oh, I only on. remember. Come on. Uh, His name is Al on the show. Yes. Ed O'Neill? Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. O'Neil. Yeah,
4: literally everybody on that show is a model except Ed O'Neill, who's like the one legacy cast of like, you can look normal.
0: Yeah, you're allowed. You've earned it. Yeah. It's, you're uh, grandfathered
3: in. Uh, speaking of the su- this, the supporting cast of Cheers, including Cardinal John Ratzenberger.
0: Uh, that's a callback to last week's episode oh my god yeah we really fucked Uh, that one up we 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 did it was great it's Uh, okay we're allowed to fuck up as many times as we want because we just get to confess afterwards uh (laughs) well it's because that
3: that like that joke i feel like is a weird like turning point because after that all of the other stuff with his papacy becomes like very serious like that's the scene that happens right before they're like also isis is back oh yes oh yeah what is going on with that oh yeah they're just back they're back at it again
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh you do not under any circumstance have to give them a hand
3: and I, they just are there they do and uh, apparently there's like an attack on a church in somalia and everyone's very sad uh but then uh it becomes an excuse basically for gutierrez and Branex to have a conversation in which he met like this is going to, I think, lead to a bigger question about other stuff that Brannix does in this episode. He says like, I'm devastated. Do you find me bombastic? <laughs> and it's like he's not and then he says that he is and there is is so much sort of like waffle, either waffling or like knowing performance on his part. I honestly am having a very hard time pinning
0: down what irony level
3: Brandix is, is on. That, yeah. Oh
0: no, I don't think I mean, I think he is, is on like a mid-tier one, but honestly he's like Playing this character of someone who has just been like so extraordinary, like been so extraordinarily fucked up by his childhood and parents that it's like truly incredible like he he's a child effectively
1: mm-hmm. but he's a very like he's like a smart child he's a smart
0: oh no he's like the, a, a gifted child. child yeah but he's like he's just a child who looks like John Malkovich that's a really yeah just really is a child who like looks like a smart no man. he's a smart child but like he is still a child and like that whole speech he gives to his parents is like something a teenager would say right yeah. like when he's yelling at them and it's like I'm going to be the Pope now you didn't believe in me well fuck you Mom, I'll Dad. show you yeah. I'll show you all it's
3: that's because that's the scene where I think of the two episodes Malkovich is really he's like emoting them. that's like the oh most yeah effective. no he lets mm-hmm. loose there he yeah, is, yeah the well because he's
0: like again he's playing this character who is like um like has anyone read the drama of the gifted child I have not okay but I know, I know I know it's mentioned uh quite extensively in the Allison Bechtel book are you my mother mm. mm-hmm. but he is playing the archetype of that of like this emotionally controlled like super intelligent overachieving guy who like just has all these fucked up hangups with his parents and like, cause that's the only scene that he really like lets loosen. Right.
4: That's true. And I, I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes, uh, you know, to both of your points, Erica, like what irony level he's on and your mm-hmm. analysis of him as large, large child, uh, because it's apparently all the people around him and, uh, you know, all the, the, the plotting Cardinals of and those guys seem to, think of him as as you know he has the right qualities he has this gentle kindness uh plus worldliness that is the kind of thing that we seek to like run this narrow ledge of what the pe- the pope needs to be like a, a a person who is everything to all people uh but in that one scene where he explodes his family we see like oh maybe this is not like a a wise innocence of an of an older knowledgeable person but like the petulant childishness Mm -hmm. of somebody who has been uh extremely sheltered and uh resentful their entire
3: life yeah we we learn a lot about the family history here where he he basically like goes and like it seems like this also is maybe the first time he's speaking to his parents in years like directly to them yeah Yeah. Mm uh and he just yells at them and is like you thought Adam was going to be the Pope. Well, guess what? I'm going to be the Pope now. I became my brother in the hopes of bringing a smile to your faces. I will be Pope, and I will continue to forsake myself. and And it really, I don't remember who, who was talking about this while we were watching the episode, but you every single time someone gives a speech about what it means to be the Pope
0: uh on the yeah. show just
3: like you get a lot of very powerful acting yeah yeah, yeah
0: i mean it's like game of thrones shit uh, like, yeah i'm gonna be the
3: pope now the <laughs> game of the game of popes
1: um of pope but I'm yeah and he says
0: love is uh forsaking yourself and that's what he learned from his parents because that's what love means to him because someone asks him in episode two what love means to him and he doesn't he, actually he asks, answer he asks everybody no, he else. asks them yeah and then i think someone asks him or maybe he doesn't, but he doesn't give an answer. And no. then he does here, where he's just like, it means just like forsaking yourself for like everyone else.
3: A thing I want to like point out, and I, I don't know if there's like anywhere to go on this, but I just like w- want to point it out because it's been really bothering me, is that it's, he says that their parent his parents expected adam to be the pope and he was also like going into the priesthood which means that his parents plan for their family was to like kill their
0: family right yeah right because they were like we talked about this last week yeah because like the the going into the church thing is like a second son thing to do uh
4: very weird to put both kids into the church unless you're just trying to uh, play the field of getting one of your sons to be the pope
0: (laughs)
1: right
4: yeah
3: (laughs) that's more important than yeah you know continuing that's your your legacy well um, i mean i guess there could also be like a well i don't know there definitely is not like a secret older child although that would be a very good like third season like oh of course it's like the older child that we never
0: mentioned no i think partly what it is is that john is like trying to be adam
4: like, literally assume his like, his identity in, like a, a, almost, right. like, a comic book way.
3: Yeah. He does say that. I became my brother in the hopes of bringing a smile to your faces. And he, but, he
0: yeah. It is weird when they're both dressing up in, like, junior uh, yeah. priest outfits. Like, teens wearing, like, the collar and stuff. Like, that's, like, I didn't question that the first time I watched this episode. But then this time I was, like... Why are they doing Is this, that? Is this allowed? <laughs> is this allowed? Can anyone just put that on? <sighs> Although I'm sure
4: in like most traditional Catholic raisins, like if you really went into the priesthood, you were wearing a, ca- a collar and doing shit by the time you were like 18. Because that say, was like halfway through your life. Oh, yeah, you, true. like Doogie
1: Howser being a priest <laughs> where you're just like super advanced and then by the time you're like, I don't know, 13 or something, you're like,
3: yeah, you're good enough to That's, lead I, a parish. That feels like... So this is... A, I'm like 100% talking out of my ass here. That feels like more of a distinctly like Protestant yes. thing. Yeah. Like of like child creatures. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's like a true. Yeah. Because you
4: actually don't want hyper charismatic leaders in the, ca- in the Catholic Church because everybody, the point is conforming to the top down dogma, not like inspiring people from being like a right, and yeah. Then, you're,
1: then you have idolatry, which yeah. is what the problem with Jude Law or uh, Lenny, yeah. Lenny I, Bellardo I, is, which I, I want to bring up just the difference because now that there are there's a new pope mm-hmm. and there are two popes, one is sleeping and one is up, Uh, just like the difference <laughs> between the ways that they interact with their concept of God, like Lenny was just so much more like, I think the way they treated him, like he was holy, like he was having a conversation with God and you kind of, at least to me, when I see um, John talking to God, it's he's. It seems like he's more like talking to himself or talking to his brother. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's still like kind of trapped in the corporeal world. Like there's nothing that seems especially like sacred about him. No, I, do you, do you agree?
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time revising uh, the young pope because I know you guys already did it. But you know, this is this is it's it's been four it's years. Your, it's your first.
3: Your, you, you, your, your first uh, yeah. time to put some. The some fucking spin
4: on best. It. It moment of tv that year i think is uh Dude law's commanding god to perform oh my a miracle. god that yeah. you must you must he's powerful we, yeah
1: he's a powerful man um, and john a, is like he's fragile he's a yeah. like porcelain he's yeah porcelain yeah they're very different people it's, it's,
3: it's funny because we're, we're talking about him as being more like corporeal in a person given that literally we do get to see the first interaction between the two popes in which yes. ghost Lenny returns. Yes.
0: Uh, and, and he says, God didn't like me either. Right. But that's then, after his parents have said, or his dad takes his mask off in that scene and says, God doesn't that's like. That's so you. fucked up. Like I knew that the childhood <laughs> was fucked up. That's such a fucked up thing to say to your child. They really fucking Who's hate gonna him. He's going to
3: become the Pope.
0: <laughs> they blame him for the death of, they think he didn't do enough to, Save Adam, yeah. which we still
4: haven't found what it what is the precise circumstance. Although we
0: do,
3: we do, we, m- we mentioned this in the uh, while we were watching. The skis are part of the yes. the
0: altar, the shrine that yeah. they have yeah. built up. Yeah, uh,
4: I do kind of. Hope, that's like one of those things where I kind of hope. Uh, I mean, t- talk about Linjin uh, that we don't ever fully get like a f- flashback scene where we see his his brother dying. It's like one of those things where. You know, I think a lot of things like this are better when you have some questions about what the truth really is. And so I hope the death of his brother is something that we only kind of get like vague hints at.
1: And what's in the box, too. What's in the box? Yeah, yeah, literally in the
4: box? Oh, yeah, we hand. still
0: don't know what's in the box. What's in the box? That can be your theme song. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is, that's the new segment, what's in the box? Because yeah, we've well, opened the door to segment. new segments now. That's a, let's go. We, we've done it. I mean, we, we've, we've added one segment. Now we can just have infinite segments like I have to memorize a list of like sixty five <laughs> different segments now. Yes, I mean, uh, what's in the box? That's it's outrageous. to It's going to be a,
4: weirder and more. And there's nothing I could guess that would be. I mean, insane enough. Like last my, week, the, the we basically.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> last week we basically settled on like heroin.
1: That's why I thought when he's talking about getting his box at night, I'm like, is it some kind of obscure like Victorian era opiate? Yeah, he's like, just smoking Or opium like preludes yeah. like, or something. <laughs> like, something with like a limited supply that they're not making that much of. I don't know.
0: He's just addicted to barbiturates. I, I mean, maybe like
4: some kind of effect from his brother that he like. I
1: think he you eats. said
0: his brother's teeth that's while we what, were yeah, watching. That's what I said. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know, know. It seems like a box that would be good to hold teeth, but like a lot of teeth, <laughs> like not <laughs> like
3: one. His, full, his both, full dental both, records, both the baby teeth and the adult yeah, teeth, both sets. Uh,
4: yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, fucking uh, a gold doubloon. Uh, that his brother kept as a keepsake. I the don't mag- know.
3: Yeah, the 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 magic talisman. Yeah, the, like it, maybe it's Lenny's pipe uh he well he does so ghost lenny says like you have to earn god's love like step by step by like growing Mm -hmm. up you have to build your social link with god uh which is wild because he also says when he does his sort of like big speech to to the faithful he talks about starting to learn along with them and this Mm -hmm. is the thing i feel like we have sort of like mentioned about the show but that the show basically perceives the papacy as like the start of one's life yeah instead of a thing that happens when you already have are like 70 and have like a lot
0: of ideas about the world well which that kind of made sense in the young pope because he, he was, young. was young yeah but this like, john brannock's is not young and the, his whole like i'm here to learn energy is very much just like <laughs> oh i'm just here to learn guys like just like <laughs>
4: we're turning this meeting into progressive stack i'm gonna take a step back you guys. <laughs> just uh yeah everybody else come to the front of the mic. I, I thought of it was like
1: turn like a teacher like turning the chair. Around yeah, like, well, exactly. I'm Mister, you know, I'm Mister whatever. You know, you're you going to teach me. me.
3: Yeah. yeah, you know, uh, I'm 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 John Paul the third, but you can call me JP, which is
4: which <laughs> JP, again JP three, uh, which again is uh, such different energy from uh, last is se- last season, which is you know th- Jude Law coming in and being like. It's not because I'm young, I'm going to be hip and cool, but no, I'm a, I'm the Daddy Dom Pope, and I'm go- here to tell you that you are, you all are failing. You the personally, church.
0: yeah. I hate God hates you personally, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, contrast. I know we're skipping ahead a little bit. Spoilers. He accepts the the papacy after some trickery, which we should go back to later. <laughs> yeah, we'll go okay. back. To, well, yeah, but I just want to say, like contrast. Uh, Brannox's first speech as Pope. It's like the middle of the day. He's talking about the family. He's talking about fragility. With like Lenny's first speech as the Pope, which was that fucking bad man ass thing where his face was shadowed and he was just like screaming about hell. <laughs> yeah, <That's> so good. <laughs> just like completely different. Yeah, he talks. Well, do we want to talk about that speech? I I would like to talk
4: about that little uh uh false back and forth before he gets into it. Oh this, yeah, we uh, can we can do that oh, now. Oh yeah, so boy because yeah, because, little because we were just like talking about uh so he's at so uh uh john malkovich is at the grave of his brother uh and then the ghost of lenny comes up to him and, and, and like tells him god hated me as well but then you know i honestly was kind of surprised that you know it cuts to the next day and he's like actually i'm not going to accept this pa- right yeah because i was thinking that like, oh just literally like right, you right know,
0: he got an inspiring speech from a ghost from a ghost <laughs> that's like
4: should be evidence of god working uh, and then voilo has to do a a cunning
3: little trick
4: to God, it. God, I, so I love good. him.
3: This is this like whole. I mean, so I'm curious. At this, did you guys feel like this was like uh, like earnest? Like, did you guys feel like he actually was rejecting, or do you think he just like kind of wanted to push them a little bit more? <sighs>
1: That's a tough one. Because it
3: feels like he and Voyello are like doing a social dance. Like, it feels like to me, it feels like a sort of like ritual of like having to say that you're not going to do it. You have to say no.
1: And then he has to say, yeah. You have to do it like seven times and then you can both. And
3: then you, but
4: then, of course, just to even get that like wonderful little Voyello speech where he's like,
3: I couldn't be extraordinarily convincing.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That speech, like, when he's talking about like, Sir John is a man of. i am a man of steel and like <laughs> and he's talking about how he like carries all of the sin and like that character is so good because like and it, it comes up like again and again and like it was in the young pope as well but like he's basically just like he's the guy who like deals with the world yes. in the vatican he's like the the kind of like
4: he's a he's a, he's a sin eater he's a, a he's
0: literally a sin eater yeah. yeah he's
4: like there has to be and he says this explicitly. That's why it's so amazing why this whole oh, show yeah, is so... Oh yeah, there's like episode one he's talking about like... Uh, why yeah. why it's so cool to think about like this world of being like he knows that the Pope has to exist in heaven and he is the version of the Pope that has to exist on earth. Yeah,
0: he mm-hmm. gets in the muck. Uh, and it's just I, 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 we all love Silvio Orlando, right? Orlando yeah. just like fucking yeah. killing it so like he good. carries like the first couple episodes of he, the new Pope and really he, he also
3: says a, a thing where like they're like oh I guess maybe we can just like go with Hernandez and Voyello says because I don't think we knew this already he says that Hernandez was responsible for covering up uh, sexual abuse in the church yeah. You're right and it's like first of all I'm glad that Voyello is like nominally anti-pedophile. Yeah. But he has a lot of information about all the, like what what was he doing? Well, it seems like he's,
4: he is, I mean, just as we were just saying, he is anti sexual abuse, which is good for the basest reasons, which is like, we can't have this because it's bad publicity. Not because it's like morally bad, but it's like I don't
0: know. I disagree. Because he, he says like he will never be Pope as long as I live.
3: Yeah, he seems very like he there are like certain things because there's he also he does that, have morals. There's also but... that moment later in the episode, which I really loved where he goes into the shed in the Vatican Gardens <laughs> and he finds <laughs> Faisal, Faisal. Yeah, the, the refugee boy and he just was like, who are you? And Faisal says, I'm Faisal. And then he just like shrugs and he's leaps. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like you
0: can see the like
1: math meme lady that's just like like, this is not and not worth my time same with the uh the poor like nun like kind of sexy chic nun whose mother is dying of cancer like he picks what to like ignore and what to not ignore and that's his kind of best quality that's so
3: interesting yeah that's not how i
4: read it at all
3: yeah well i
4: I think that he's like very crass about these things and when they're doing like the pope deliberation in the second episode and stuff and he and he's he's like like bare bones like the next pope must be uh anti-sex crimes vaguely pro-gay uh pro these things and that's or or pro like immigration and that's it he's the papal dnc yeah he is he's like (laughs)
1: yeah he's like
4: there are three filters that's all we need it doesn't matter like how they came to these things like he's extremely transactional about these things which is very interesting. I it's a fascinating character because he he has to be both transactional and a true believer at the same time. Yes. What a rascal. What a rascal.
0: Uh, <laughs> as a as, uh, brain Because he tricks him into being the Pope. It, it's so it's good. It's incredible. He,
1: he, and it's so easy. It's, it's not it's, that hard well,
0: either. You get
3: this because we he says, like, oh, don't worry. We found somebody else. Like, it's totally fine. And then he sort of, like, very slowly walks out of the room, like, one step at a time. Like It's like Wick. a reverse Columbo. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> he makes the other guy say, oh, one wait, more, one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh and then
3: the the and you the shot kind of like pulls back a little bit with and focuses on him uh as Brianne's is like just out of curiosity not i mean not that it's a bit. I mean not Oh, look it's not I a mean look deal. I don't care I, I don't like care. look it doesn't
0: matter but... but
3: who who who's 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 going to be
1: I also like that the the dog was like laying down at his feet and then when you see him in the like background of the shot like the dog is up <laughs> like he's like wait I want to know this, too.
4: Also, shout out literally every location in this mansion for just being a perfectly uh, composed oh space. God. Oh, my God. All seriously. Yeah, yeah. It
0: turns out that, like, being rich seems like a fucking rule. <laughs> and and
3: he he said, well, speaking of uh, other rich people, he says, uh, you know, he gives him a name of this count. Uh, and, and he's like, oh, Norman nobility. <laughs> and it's like a French guy, I guess uh yeah his name is like francois something i think right yeah and 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 you could like feel like you could hear the gears turning and voyello's like kind of like smirking in his head and then they they go out to the van the next day and they're like getting ready to leave and then he just like comes
0: out with all of his stuff and it just like gets into the car the first thing he says to them is my dog gets carsick my dog uh what's the dog's name Valencia 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 gets car sick so I hope you won't mind if like she sits in the front
1: (laughs) that is so perfect that the no is when he gives them the no he brings everyone in sits them down there's like this perfectly symmetrical tableau but then when he says yes he's just like all right fuck it let's let's drive like yeah. he, there's no like there's no dramatic yes like he's not comfortable with a dramatic yes they
3: they peel out of the the mansion while the beginning of highway to hell plays and we <laughs> the
0: doors the are the locked credits. I think you'll find escape is quite impossible Sir John. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no he's like oh I looked that guy up I couldn't find him and I was like he died six years ago <laughs> and he like then like Sir John's like looking around and like the fucking like usual suspects like what the fuck like, <laughs> yeah. um and then he's like oh you rascal and then they, and they all just like, like laugh they all laugh and it's like he just Disagree <laughs> to people. You <laughs> didn't
3: like do a prank on it. That's why, but I think that's why it's like they all kind of knew, you know? I, I agree, like, ha, yeah. Ha. Mm-hmm. It is a very good shot though of all them cramped in this minivan.
4: Yeah.
3: Any shot in this that has like Voiello
4: and the new Pope or the young Pope or potential Pope in the foreground and like all of the like secondary Cardinals the squad just crammed into the background shuffling uh, simultaneously or in the back of a van or anything in this is uh,
3: amazing. There's some great Ascente shots in this uh, in this episode like there's that shot of him like spying on Branix and Gutierrez and he's like what is the new Pope going to fuck Gutierrez instead of me. (laughs) (laughs) He's so pissy uh god and then but then they go and and uh confirm that francis ii is dead can i (laughs) can i can i yeah can i tell you guys about this this papal tradition yeah please so wow we're doing some information here uh so this is from uh the catholic news agency so we'll see vatican city april 2nd 2005 uh according to the apostolic constitution uh The confirming of the death of a pontiff includes an ancient tradition. The death of the pope is verified by the cardinal Camerlengo. I don't know exactly what that title means, but this this cardinal's job is to gently strike the pope's head with a small silver hammer and call out his Christian name three times. Uh, Wait, just to make sure, they only did it twice, though. I think they do it three times.
4: Maybe it comes in and he, you know, it's before we actually see the hammer hitting. It's I
0: don't know. Sure. The dialogue. Oh, this! I'm noticing that the site is telling you to sign a pro-life declaration. Oh my god! And that's how we know it. this is the real Catholic news.
3: Uh, you guys have been uh,
4: much deeper uh, young young new pope followers than me. Is this a thing in like Catholic news world? Is I'm I, a thing
3: this show re- I, at least from what I can tell like not really I think it's more of a thing in sort of like smaller Catholic site but not like big Catholic news world because I feel like that's too dependent on the position of the church sure and mm. the church like does obviously is like not interested in commenting on it really but, yeah like, the forums are blowing up yeah. <laughs> I mean I assume like look if
4: I was the kind of person who like trafficked Catholic news sites and those sites that had like a culture section I feel like I would want this reporter on this is about the most high-profile meditation on Catholicism that has existed in what decades?
3: I don't know if that. I don't know if that's true. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that like does that, but in like, I feel like they're just like used to it, you know.
4: But not, but not specifically on like the modern. the the contemporary Vatican, the Borgias, <laughs> the contemporary Vatican. And the thing is about this is I think that this show is a very silly, very cynical. Very interesting, but I don't
0: think it is mean about Catholicism.
4: But the thing is like the idea of Catholicism extremely seriously. Oh
0: yeah. But I think like I bet there would be people who like are Catholic and like any kind of like depiction of the church that is like complex. Mm Mm-hmm. That is in it itself feels, a step yeah, yeah. too far.
4: Mm-hmm. I, I guess I would like to hear what like Liz Brunick <laughs> feels about this. <laughs> oh. <Yeah? laughs>
3: and, and well it's it's I'm yeah, I think they canonically enjoy the show. Uh but it's it's it, it wild because I don't know. I would love to know if there's sort of like a person whose job it is to like do the Catholic recaps. Yes, you know? yes, Run right. The, the like the like the holy Come a- on our you know? podcast. Yes, exactly.
4: Or like, uh, you know, when like Transparent came out or something, you know, there were like a whole spate of articles. that was like, finally, the the most Jewish tr- show of of modern <laughs> television. Finally, our, our traditions we, are yeah, uh, represented. Faint. But there's no, there's literally nobody writing that article about the new pope being like, finally a meditation, a serious meditation of like the Catholic worldview on modern television, which it
3: is, yeah. But I, nobody, nobody wants although to write. That I will piece. say w- without. I think that it would be the biggest, like, uh, modern expo- TV explorations of Catholicism are like this in The Sopranos. Sure. The Sopranos is, like, a very, very serious meditation on Catholicism, obviously sure. in a very different way. Yeah. But, like, that I bet, like, actually, there are people who, like, do, like, Catholic recaps of The Sopranos. hmm I mean, y- uh, you could probably that's it look if you're out there doing catholic recaps and
4: shit that sounds like a good book pitch you know in like the ni- late 90s or something they would have like the the philosophy of the simpsons they <laughs> <with stuff laughs> stuff, yeah something like that like the catholicism of the I,
3: sopranos that is a great, great book, book my pitch. my fr- a friend of mine emailed me the call for pitches for philosophy and neon genesis Evangelion. Yeah. <laughs> no i, star- I <laughs> stared at the email for like 20 minutes i was like am i gonna do this like, <laughs> i i did not um sorry shinji uh yeah, I mean, but it, it is like there's like so much stuff happening and I am excited for us to talk to to people who I think have a little bit more grounding because there's so much weird stuff that I think we enjoy for the, the weirdness of it, but that also exists sort of on an additional level of like clearly having someone having thought a lot about the church and like what it means to them, even though they keep some distance from it. Mm hmm. Um, including uh, maybe the weirdest part of this episode I don't know if we want to talk about this now the the Esther uh, subplot yes. such as it is yikes yeah so first of all big yikes alert that's our version woo, of content woo. warnings yeah this is the yikes alert uh, I guess this is our, our third new segment of the episode the yikes alert yikes alert <laughs> There's so many new segments yikes
0: alert yikes alert with Esther and Fabiano god this fucking creepazoid yeah this so- fucking hot looking motherfucker like <sighs> Fucking like someone left David Bowie out in the sun and he like partially <laughs> melted. Like God, this...
4: he he looks like the Italian version of uh, like a, a Sam Rockwell playing a villain.
0: Yes, oh my God, yeah, wow. Um, or he looks like a weird kind of
3: like. If someone in Italy tried to draw Walton Goggins from
0: memory, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he looks like an Oompa Loompa escaped the factory and grew up and is like trying to hide the fact that he was once an Oompa Loompa. But the the
3: the and the actor, like, he does a really good job of playing this because he he oh looks yeah. He looks my first thought when we saw him, he looks like a like parody of a character from an Italian like an Italian like New Wave movie. Yeah. Like he doesn't look like a real person. No, that's the thing. Yeah. He he looks like a character. I'm an Italian film character. I feel like we
1: passed like I feel like the aughts were the time when like Eurotrash was a thing and like oh, he's right. bringing it back. Like I feel like we forgot yeah. what Eurotrash was. We have like- forgotten
3: tra- <laughs> <laughs> What have we forgotten?
0: <laughs> okay, but so yeah, we're getting into Aster's arc in this episode. Basically, she's been like staying in the churches, like in a house the, is like owned by that priest's friend or something. And then he's coming back and he wants his house back and she has no money because she hasn't, no, she's been like, she has no job and her husband mm-hmm. left her.
1: Is my understanding that she has been monetizing her Baby Miracle? Yes. Yes, yes. she no,
3: has. She, she, she is probably the closest thing that the show has to a successful influencer. Yes, because she's, she's
0: been going on TV and newspapers. Doing, yeah, doing yeah. doing papal essays for Exo Jane. In episode, yeah. <laughs> it happened, happened in Jane. me. In episode two, though, we saw that that well was starting to go dry because yeah. um, she was given less than she expected from a TV producer who told her that she's been telling that miracle crap to every newspaper and TV station in the world and so she's kind of in this tough spot
4: um, uh, one thing i thought interesting about this uh is in the first two episodes so we have kind of these uh three subplots going on and one is the terrorism thing mm-hmm. one is this esther thing and one is the nun and yes faisal. faisal thing and in the first two episodes they were both just kind of barely hinted at like you got one mi- scene of each of them and then this episode it felt like it really stepped on the gas for all three of them. I mean the terrorism thing is still like the least fleshed out because you get like basically one scene where you're like hey guys terrorism happens. They did a terrorism. They did a terrorism.
3: Do you guys remember they done did it again. When 9-11 happened?
4: (laughs) (laughs) We're always never forgetting. In this house in this house we're uh, always never forgetting. Every day. But But yeah I was kind of surprised that they stepped on the gas so much of this one it was a lot of there or content
3: because he he they like meet at like outside the school or at like a party or something it's for Pius's birthday right for Pius's birthday yeah uh and and he he tells her that he you know is like a he says I do one of the world's oldest and most useless professions I repair watches uh which is I pretty sure how the show is going to cross over with uh watchmen at some point ah yes his 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 uh his son or uh, heroes becomes dr manhattan uh or or siler uh and and Esther clearly extremely horny for him from the jump yes uh which we get confirmed in a in a scene where one of the balloons pops at the party where they're like oh yeah she horny that's symbolism yeah and he 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 tells her to meet him uh or he doesn't tell her but he's like i have to go watch the sunset
0: i have go to go watch, watch the: watch the sunset. please watch my son sorry i gotta go i have to go watch the sunset uh, i'm a normal human person oh my god and and we have a really terrible
3: uh so then we do we want to just go through the whole whole subplot yeah they doink yeah. yeah they they bone we see fabiana wearing some really horrible tighty whiteys putting out major uh matthew reese as clark in the americans vibes um and also the child is Pius is in the room like yes was, was baby oh, yeah, Pius he's in the like, room like while they fucked he's just like in the crib
1: yeah really wait is that kid still sleeping in a
3: crib though because he's like walking it's uh, no one knows how old how he do is. Your babies work he's like he's like a year old or something right maybe maybe the babies
1: do you can't walk at zero and, and, and four yeah uh, I, I, I'm just interjecting for no reason other than I'm like, what does Fabiano mean as a name? And it means bean farmer. Isn't that cool? Oh,
0: he's a bean farmer. All right. Anyway. Oh, no. I, I don't mean, know what that means. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, but, but she also, I do, I do like the moment in that scene where she tells him to shave his body hair. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, really she's
0: like, oh, Hey, we're gonna fuck, but also, hey, like, can you change something, like, about your fucking <laughs> self? Like, I don't really like that. You, be <laughs> you kind of gross me out. Yeah. <laughs> bone.
3: Like, Esther's, like, very much taken advantage of throughout this episode, but there are, like, moments like that and other moments where it feels like she. Is mostly just tired and like annoyed at th- that this is the way that the world works yes Uh and I, I'm you know I guess we'll see how, how that
4: develops when she's getting kicked out of the church house at the beginning in her first scene and the guy the priest is basically like well landlords have rights too." Yes. You know?
1: oh my God. or just like when she's like what should I do like I'm I'm so screwed like what should I do and in my head I'm like well we need like a solid like social safety net for yes. people and he's like you need a miracle I'm like no, no he, he says you
3: don't need a miracle he, no, he yeah. not only says you need a miracle he says you need a miracle and then we cut to a shot of him with his hand on her thigh Yes. Mm. uh yeah this
4: uh, but uh, the body hair thing is also uh i guess foreshadowing for what happens to her
0: oh my god yeah yeah. Yeah. okay yes i didn't realize that but okay so we get like two great tastes that taste great together which is um like a weird sex work subplot and like a weird disability <laughs> subplot, <laughs> because basically what Fabiano proposes is that he knows this really rich lady who has a, in his words, physically deformed son, mm-hmm. uh, who she doesn't let out of the house. Yes, yeah, serious uh,
3: physical deformity because of he
0: her shame, and um, and he's basically like, hey, if you fuck this kid, I bet she'll pay you. And it's,
3: it, he's so, like, it's so clear how much he's, like, planned this. Yes. Oh, so, yeah. He still talks about it in this way where it feels like he, like, is forcing her, or, like, she has to, like, force him to say it, um, it which is, like, very excruciating. mm mm-hmm. And like, you know, he's like, yeah, it's just like, you know, I mean, I, I guess, like, maybe you could do this. Uh, and, and in the
4: very uh, like Italian, again Italian New Wave way, he's just like looking off into the middle distance and like smoking his cigarette and being le- being like, perhaps. I mean, if you want to bring it up that way, then br- we could maybe arrange uh-huh. a thing. And-
3: and there, there are a lot of shots of them that are framed like where we see them through a window, which also the the end credits are that shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and ob- Maybe obviously because there's like a lot of voyeurism sort of material in this subplot. But I do, I want to ask a, a question. Do you just feel like there's a, are any parallels between this and the sort of like Voyello, Branex Khan? I like didn't have this thought the first time mm. we watched the episode, but the sort of like dance of like him knowing where they're going and like le- it, it like... I couldn't tell if they were supposed to be paired together of like Voyello convincing Branix to be the Pope and then Fabiano oh, yeah. do like, and I, I don't mean yeah. that as like a good comparison. No, it's no, but I mean
0: like, is like is it's, there? it's there's, yeah, the symmetry to it.
4: I mean, yeah, I think you can make that, uh, yeah, the, that, symmetry, especially because in a way, Voyello needs him to do this. You could argue debasing task of being the uh, the head of the Catholics, um, even though he has this incredible like trauma about it. In order for Vuelo to uh, <laughs> maintain power and uh, continue the cover up of the assassination that he had ordered, sure, maybe. Uh, so yeah, in a way, it's making this self proclaimed gentle porcelain man force himself into the uh, the, pub- the public eye
1: is it you know love is uh what was it sacrificing yourself or yes, um yes. like that's the same yeah. suggestion with this like basically like low-key i would say it's like coercion but like uh, uh oh yeah I mean, he's a pimp
0: yeah, yeah.
3: absolutely yes. he, he did say he like literally engaged in um, one of the world's oldest professions and mm-hmm.
0: yeah no his and basically they get into this argument where she's like oh, that's a sin. Prostitution is a sin. And he's like, it's not a sin. It's charity. And then when she won't budge on it, he's like, well, then Pius's future is worth more than your sin. Mm. Like, so like, and you then she need confesses, to sacrifice she yourself. She confesses about it and the fucking priest. priest, like, yeah, go for it. The priest who's a landlord
4: is like, sounds good to me, dude. And
0: he's like, that's your miracle. Yeah, yeah. You got two miracles, baby. Let's do this. That guy sucks. That guy's a fucking creep creepazoid. He's like worse than. So many Yotta, good creeps in this yeah. episode. Yeah. The, uh, I Some mean... Choice
4: creeps. I think one of the best arcs in this whole... I mean, not to continue ever, uh, using every dialogue to just talk about how much Voila rules. but like, do, He does rule. Uh, the thing about how there are so many people in this universe who are like, you know, higher-ups in the Catholic Church who are revealed to be creeps um, and manipulating all the people around them. And then Voilo is the one person who is in p- prote- perhaps the situation where he could be the most of a creep and the Mm -hmm. most of an abuser. And he's like at every moment only just trying to keep the the bicycle standing up, you know?
0: Yeah, no, he is... He is is the like Atlas
4: with the world on his shoulder. Exactly,
0: yeah. He is not driven by like base desires for like money or like sex or anything. Yeah. And he already has power, so he's just trying to maintain it, I guess. But he also is just trying to like maintain the church. Mm -hmm. He is also self-sacrificing in a way Mm -hmm. in that he just is taking on all of these like sins yeah and the uh i mean I, I don't like so what they go
4: to the 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 guy's house it's a <laughs> another the one of one these of, lavishly appointed villa. Yeah. yeah uh and she goes up to the kid's room and he's basically a werewolf well
0: it's filmed like a horror movie it's too, is uh, the thing yeah. that i want to say it's, which it's, is like they like you're basically like oh what kind of like monster is going to be behind this door. And like we're talking about a person who's been like locked in his house by his mother who is ashamed of him. Like we have the scene of like a first person scene of a hand reaching for a door handle which is literally just like a horror shot. Mm -hmm.
3: It's like a reveal. There's like a ooh like yeah it it sucks.
0: Yeah it's like all of the worst tropes of the sex work subplot and of, like, the, the disabled stuff that Sorrentino seems to have some weird it's, shit around. Yeah. We're, we're going to talk about that more in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we're um, totally in that we will be having an extended, like, serious
3: conversation about it. Is, uh, is there
4: more stuff with Voile's ward?
3: A little bit of
0: that. There's like a little Girolamo stuff. Uh, I, I will say, this plot do keep going. Oh, yeah, no, this... Yeah. Because, yeah, the, we so we, you know, we have her kind of, like, approach this guy and then, again, symmetry... We have Faisal and, um, what's what's her name? Katrina, I Katrina, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this nun. And um, in, like, sort of reflected shots, we have, like, Katrina, like, taking her top off or, like, unbuttoning her top and then also uh, Esther doing the same with this guy who was just, like, shot in shadow. And you can actually see his face. Like, I don't think we could originally when we watched it because, like, our lighting was down on our TV. <laughs> like, he, he just is kind of, like, has, like... Or whatever it's it called. Sucks. Like he it, just has hair everywhere. Yeah. And he
3: he looks like they, they feel like they tried to like use the leftover makeup from the Geico. He
0: he looks like Teen Wolf, frankly. Yeah, it sucks. He does look yeah. a little like Teen Wolf, yeah.
3: But but they and they they it like this these cuts are set to a string version of Ave Maria. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just like it cuts, you like can't see his face, and then it cuts back to this like shot of esther where you you can like the most salient thing about her is that like she's not wearing a bra and you're like ah yes like this is sort of the sorrentino nip shot (laughs) he does Um, love a nip shot he loves it and and it i i like couldn't help but think about the the sort of supposed director's commentary on this being like when i made this scene I was thinking about the first time I saw a boo. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
4: I do think that Sorrentino is a genius, and he directs every episode, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do think that he is a genius, and every episode of this is like flawlessly executed. But this, I, no, it sucks. But this is also like I feel like <laughs> I feel like he is revealing his uh, racial biases uh, because this is all extremely Italian, and being like you know. The, uh, the, the man, he is hairy. He is not a person. Uh, <laughs> the woman, she take a top off. She debates herself.
0: Okay, but also... we do it horror style. She, she fears the other... Yeah. Yeah. You look like a Donkey Kong. <laughs> 100%. But also, can we talk about how when she's asking like, how much she would get for doing this, he's like, oh, I don't know, like 10 or 20,000 euros. No, he said 15 or, 15 20. or 20. 15 or 20,000 20. euros, which is like fucking insane. That's yeah, a lot of yeah. money. Like, that's that's a that's like fantasy like someone being like well at least i could always like do hooking and then just like imagining that they'll be like get like a million dollars for like letting someone <laughs> touch their titty like that's like the sort of fantasy there and it's just like dude you don't seem to know much about either of these two things that you're like choosing to include in this episode like wh- why like it's not yeah. even that
3: indecent of a proposal <laughs> That's yeah. right. Welcome to the segment where we talk about indecent proposals. <laughs> How <laughs> indecent the proposal! I mean, right?
1: Sex work for mm. disabled people is not a completely foreign or horrifying concept, no. right? Which yeah. is What he is making it seem like it is, uh, what? Yeah, like the the worst possible scenario, the last resort yeah. for this woman, as opposed to I don't know, balancing daycare with a uh, cleaning job as she had previously suggested.
4: Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe there's a way to do it in the way it, in some fashion of like, I mean, maybe you don't make that Sam Rockwell guy like a total fucking sleazy pimp, but actually like a well-meaning person who's like, I, as a like Catholic Church adjacent person, think that there is a genuine charity that can be done here in these situations uh, that can also help you and your miracle baby out. And right. my goal is to convince you that this is this isn't prostitution, that this is real charity and not do it in a fucking sleazy way. But I, that's not how it's done. The The problem
0: is like they can't like, he couldn't just be like, Oh, do you want a hook? Because she'd be like, Oh no, it's a sin. Mm -hmm. And like, so the way that like they have to play that or like for this to work is for there to be that angle. But then the, unfortunately the angle here is just like, Oh, disabled people as like, just, being, like, these weird monsters who, like, need charity. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, a literal Teen Wolf. <laughs> a literal Teen Wolf guy, yeah. It, it doesn't,
3: it, it's it's crazy. crazy. And Esther also, I think, that in, like, that version, Esther would have more agency... And she doesn't really have any here. Like, obviously, she technically is like, oh, yes, I'm going to do this. But the way it's shot, the way that the other actors, like, it feels like she's, like, going through the motions of this narrative.
4: Yeah, she's, like, on a track. And then he reaches up for her boob. And as soon as he makes physical contact with her boob, she, like, freaks out and runs away. And that's the the last cut we get of this whole plot.
0: Well, yeah. And then we also have that, that mirrored scene of that nun trying to make Faisal touch the titty. And he's just, like... I'm out. He's <laughs> this,
3: afraid. He's afraid.
0: He's afraid. He's like, this is too much, man.
4: Yeah, I mean, honestly, a bunch of fucking that kid's been clo- through a lot. He's <laughs> yeah. been through a lot. He's a refugee living on the Vatican grounds, right? And then he, an, an, a cloistered nun is trying yeah. to seduce him. I feel like in,
0: in the middle of a public, yeah, a yeah. public not even location, like, Yeah. They're just like. right I honestly out there.
4: feel like alfresco. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would if I, you know. In his situation, I'd be like, "This is this is a trap." Is, yeah,
1: this is a trap. Right? Is yeah, the,
3: yeah. The
4: I'm gonna touch this titty, and then a bunch of like the uh, Swiss Guard are gonna Swiss jump Guard out from behind yeah, bushes, junk junk come out of every every door.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I think the, reasonable cho- reasonable choice. The panic button. Uh, yeah, it's just
0: yeah. The, we'll we'll I don't know. And also that I do kind of like that though. I mean, I I sort of like that symmetry, and it's kind of interesting that like he he is like the one to run away, and she's just like no, do it, Mm -hmm. do it. Instead of like you know, you would expect it to be the other way around. Yeah. The
1: the connection I made was like you know pope john paul Third talking about wherever there's fragility like there's the church and like loving with tenderness but not passion like that nun was she passionate or tender like was she just wh- wh- That's what was her question. motivation i think That's, i think that was what i was the most confused i think about. sex
0: is i think being horny is inherently passion yeah but it's shot in a very tender way yeah but yeah, I know we we didn't talk about his whole speech where it's basically like the Jedi Council telling Anakin like, horny do not be.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this. Aberrations of love, they are. Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck me. Um,
2: <laughs> you can't.
4: We can't. We can't. It's just, we can't. We can't do it. Brother cardinals.
2: <laughs> um, okay. Turns out
0: that I can do a decent Yoda voice. <laughs> I've forgetting. never really tried before. Um <laughs> oh, no. But his whole thing, yeah, is he just gives this whole thing speech about, like... The tragedy of Darth Darth Plagueis. The tragedy of of Lenny. Uh, Of Pope Pius (laughs) XIII. Pope Plagueis. Um, No, but yeah, his whole thing is basically... He's like, oh, you're going to come with me with all these fucking problems. And I'm going to tell you, they're all just aberrations of love. And they're all just perversions of the ways that we love. And, like, the answer is to be less passionate and more tender. And, like, passion, like, distorts your um priorities and your like ways of interacting with the world and other people mm-hmm. and um and he's basically like, yeah and if you fuck up like you're out you're, you're out it. of the family and this is this is yeah
3: this is in his speech to the cardinals uh and i'll be honest the only thing i could think of when he was like love is like about tenderness without passion i just sort of like kissed from a rose sort yeah. of or like <laughs> oh my god but, you know, like like I was like, yes, odd, like the soft focus, like eighties, like, yeah,
4: I mean, uh, that all sounds good on paper, I guess, it? but it's like
3: <laughs> I don't know,
4: I mean, like uh for if you're giving a, a speech about to the fucking assembled Catholics of so being like, you know don't don't be passionate about anything, but do family and like.
1: Do a family.
4: Yeah, do a family, do a tender embrace. Do a growth. Yeah. Don't <laughs> tender do a growth with your embrace. family. Yeah, yeah. But don't like don't get uh excited about anything because what is that
1: him encouraging people to be repressed? Yeah, like, basically. That, yeah.
0: Like him. Yeah, he like wants everyone. Yeah, to be exactly. Yeah. And I mean it's kind of clear, I think, in the between this and the speech that he gives to like the assembled faithful that he like doesn't really know what the fuck he's talking like yeah he, he's kind of rambling in yes. that speech where he's just yep. like this is what you are and this is what i am and that's what birds are uh, this is what the sky is it was i was saying when we were watching it's like it's very joe bideny where
1: like you're not
3: really sure what he loses track, track like, how yeah. yeah. what he yeah. actually means and he was installed by the people
0: dnc <laughs> he was yeah.
1: there you go he's our he's the centrist he's a centrist pope
0: but it's interesting that like when he's talking about like don't be passionate like isn't the whole point of, like, Christianity, like...
1: Succumbing to, pa- like, well, like, passion. Well, like,
0: passion of the Christ. That was a, that was a movie, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: That was definitely a movie.
0: Well, I think the point is that the Christ feels passion.
4: Ah. So I, I you say, don't have to. you
1: have to... Ch- but you can't... If you don't channel it, then what are you even doing?
4: I I feel like the thing about... Catholicism is like submission to... Right, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. there is one person ever who is the son of God who did the bad thing uh, and got killed, and he experienced passions, but he, because he has done that, you do not have to. You just have to submit yourself to God. Because he watched the
0: 1990s sitcom or sorry, soap opera, passions, Passions. you do not have to. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You just submit yourself to him and let him recap passions to you. Exactly. On the passions recap podcast.
3: Yeah. So I will, I will say, uh, the, I think that those are like different meanings of passion, like the, the original Christian meaning of passion. So this is, welcome to the segment where i read from wikipedia uh no the 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 root of like passion as a christian concept is like the the about like suffering mm-hmm. yeah right and that that like then becomes i think sort of like linguistically imbued with horniness and like horniness as suffering um, which i guess is technically yeah, tell, what he's tell talking me more. about
4: uh no the, yeah exactly because I, I think that the I mean, you can't say that that in in this show like this that is like so well studied about this that he's not making the dual meaning of being like that is the problem with love, right? Is that love means two things? It means the 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 tenderness and the simplicity and the suffering that comes with love, right? Uh, so, I mean, I think that that is what he's saying is that we need to uh, strip out all the stuff that is passionate that is both, uh, you know, in our current positive uh, uh, connotations. Fiery, burning, yearning, desire, but then in the traditional Christian uh, ramifications, like suffering, uh, removal, suffering, dying, destroying, getting buried, yeah, getting buried, rising again, on rising the again. Day. Yeah, exactly. Well, you
3: can't separate. I feel like that's the thing, right? It's but like that's what he's trying to yeah, do. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Can't- you can't separate them it's like once you've solved the problem of the lament configuration <laughs> oh my god all of the passion is both suffering and horniness but you i feel like this is
0: also that's like it's in the box from <laughs> my very limited knowledge i feel like this is also kind of a buddhist thing mm-hmm. of like tenderness being this kind of like embracing love of like all things whereas like passion is like desire yes. which mm-hmm. like leads to suffering mm-hmm. Which leads to here, which leads to fear, Which is a, which leads to <laughs> the dark side, of course. <laughs>
3: uh lord uh but he yeah he we he get we get a lot of that and then we do i want to like pick out there's like such a good moment in this speech where he talks about love being an abstract concept Mm -hmm. which is like mirroring sort of what
0: gutierrez it's a direct quote from when he asked gutierrez to speak to him of love in episode two there's
3: this like very adorable moment where gutierrez smiles and like kind of like puts his hand on his chest like oh who me like Mm -hmm. uh and i i found that very sweet that he just is like he's like yes like we're with friends. hand on his shoulder and then it's later lightly brushed off <laughs> yeah oh he he he'd be he be brushing off the papal dirt uh yeah and it's just like i don't know it was an interesting like relationship that i'm excited oh uh, we forgot
0: Devon. to mention a very important gutierrez uh brannock scene which is that one where they're being spied on by what's his name asente and um uh, Branex is like, I know the opinion you formed of me, that I'm a socialite. Mm-hmm. And like Gutierrez is like, socializing is important. Think of all the things that happened to Jesus during the last supper. What a good old. That was <laughs> yeah. a social event. Like, it's just
1: like, <laughs> what a crazy Boom,
0: party. Goes the dynamite. Yeah. 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 But then they're friends. That's he, he, de- that was like definitely him channeling Lenny.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was like a thousand percent him channeling Lenny.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was him being like, "You're not the only witty, like, right. Oh, guy." Yeah, in <laughs> like, I got you, dude. Uh, yeah,
3: and I think I think we have, uh, I don't know, I think we're like most of the way through the episode. I think there's like one more thing that I think we haven't covered. So maybe we can we can go through that, which is the the sort of brewing conflict with the nuns, um, yes. because we get this scene early in the episode where the nuns are putting all this money into a jar. We don't necessarily know how they got it because they're cloistered nuns, as I think. Uh, I, I don't know who who was asking that Their while we page- were watching.
1: I, I was. Maybe they have a Patreon. Yeah. yeah. Individual Patreons. Only, fa- nun only, yeah, nuns, Maybe. only. Uh, nuns. Only fans. Uh, <laughs> nuns uh, only. Uh,
3: nuns uh, only. Habitformingxxx.com. Uh, uh-huh. But, but the, the they they only collect ninety euros for this nun, Sister Lizette, to uh, who is like a model. Like this is weird. Yeah, her like, bone
0: structure is like kind yeah, of wild. It's like. Whack. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is, is
3: the sister who wants to go visit her
0: dying parents different from the one who is yes I believe so yes they, from the one who is what uh, the horny one the banging Faisal oh yeah no they're different the horny yeah. one is like much younger the white caps kind of make them all look, look a little the same bit the especially same. the Which younger is ones maybe the point mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no sister Lizette is yeah. like older looks like an influencer I yes. didn't I didn't realize that
4: those are two different people I thought the one that was hooking up with Faisal was the same as the one who wanted to go see her uh, dying parents
3: mm-hmm. Uh, but they they try no. to take up this collection, and they don't have enough money, so they go to Don um, yeah, Luigi. In command, Luigi, Luigi! Oh my god! Who really gets up to some shit in this episode? <laughs>
4: he's, he, try, he's trying to get a date for a concert in the Sistine Chapel
3: no 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 No, he's giving
1: them tickets
3: yeah yeah but it's
0: not in the sistine chapel
3: Chapel. oh no they they ask if it's in the sistine chapel because they're like oh is it like on the premises Mm -hmm. and he's like no it's just like a normal theatrical production like we can't like leave the vatican and he's
0: like oh yeah i totally forgot like i have all this power and then he calls
4: somebody else and if they want to go in the middle of
0: the conversation he's like hey do you want to go see this thing and we'll get a pizza afterwards
3: Uh, and and he, he really relishes, right? This is, I think, the contrast with Voyello. Mm-hmm. Voyello, like, enjoys, sort of enjoys having power for the sake of, like, because he knows he can do things with it. And Luigi is enjoying sort of having this power just because he likes being able to deny other people. Yes. Um, and he's such an asshole because that's he doesn't tell Voyello about it. He, like, mentions that, that Cardinal Spalletta, the one who looks like a, a terrible... Like flop sweat perv man, the guy from the the bunker, we, we hate him. Uh, that he got into Bentley because the nuns mentioned that in the meeting, and then he doesn't bring up the request for this, like, probably not very extensive amount of money. Uh, yeah, 200 euros. 200, 200 euros. euros. To, yeah, people are church. throwing around
0: 20,000 <clears> euros ridiculous. to like for like an indecent proposal. Like, Francis, come on, Francis II would never have stood for this. Uh, and he
3: he 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 doesn't tell Voyello, which I think is why Voyello ignores it when the nuns are like yelling at him. I don't think I think the Voyello like he because he doesn't know. Yeah,
1: but I also think he's not he's not gonna like take time out of his day to figure it out either. Like no. two, two nuns in distress are like that's not you know that's not yeah. an issue for him.
3: Yeah, uh, but yeah, and it, it seems like it's gonna because like they're pissed, obviously. So this whole nun
4: thing is obviously something that. I think they want us to uh, pay attention to because it's literally the opening of these first three, ap- three apps, like uh-huh. the, 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 the you know, intro sequences, them dancing to that Sophie Tucker song. And now we have these two plots, which is both, both the nun trying to get to see her parents and then the other nun who is maybe having this flirtation with this refugee. So I don't know. I, I'm still not sure what he wants us to get from this but I'm excited to see where the nun plot goes.
3: Well, so, I mean, we should talk about the, <clears throat> the end of this plot for now, mm-hmm. which is like, I think, cl- quite close to the end of the episode. We have this shot of, uh, I believe this is, right, this is Sister Lizette, right? It's Lizette, yeah. yeah. She's getting a tattoo in the nunnery, in, mm-hmm. in the, the, the nun nunnery, room. and it's a nun with a raised fist. Yes. I don't understand what's going on with this tattoo, but I do love it a lot. Are the yeah. nuns in rebellion? Right. So that's the thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like I guess that's what you're supposed to take away this from is, it. Yeah. They're, 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 we got militant nuns now. Militant nuns. Uh, our second crossover with Watchmen. <laughs>
4: um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where I enjoy how kind of ambiguous and mysterious this whole plot is, is being, because like if it was being told more directly, it would probably be way more stupid. Uh, but the idea that you just get like, and again, the uh, I hate to keep bringing this up. The, the thing about it that makes it kind of Lynchian is that like you don't get the full picture. You just get like a little brief glimpse in and you're right. And it's you, very
0: impressionistic. And yeah. you have
4: to be like, wait, is this what's actually happening? And the show is not going to tell you the whole story, but you have to figure it out between the lines, which is always great because what you imagine about the story is always better than being literally told everything
3: about it. Yes.
1: Also, the way they treat these uh, be be costumed, be be uniformed, holy people with like jobs kind of in the Vatican, where same with like all the cardinals and stuff where I'm just like, who were you before you put on this outfit? Like, that's one of my favorite things that this show makes me
3: think and feel. They're always just like, no one cared who I was till I put on (laughs) (laughs) the (laughs) costume.
1: Like who like who are these like young like you know fertile looking women which like for you know fertility we had this shot of this like very like globular boob mm-hmm. like beautifully lit like who are these like young ladies who have devoted their lives to God who appears to be maybe rewarding them but then man is not like yeah. I'm 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 interested in seeing what these tattooed you are gonna do
0: hell yeah Very exciting i think they're definitely gonna dance to sophie tuckers the more oh my gosh. great can't wait to see i uh,
1: i am shocked i i can't believe that i was going to like a title sequence to the young pope or the new pope more than the last one and i think i do i think i prefer this one mm,
4: i just i can't i can't I, the one moment we got the uh the all along the watchtower back i was i was hooting and hollering <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, it's, it's i feel like it's hard right because like There's a level of consistency to this season so far where, like, all of the other characters are so fleshed out and we enjoy, right? Like, Voyello, obviously, like, absolute lad. (laughs) Gutierrez, also an absolute lad. Sophia, like, not a lad, but very absolute in sort of her own way. She's like an
0: honorary lad.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Right? And sort of, like, there's more consistency but the peaks are not as high. Because sure. in the first title sequence, you get the peak, obviously, which is Jula waking at the camera. And there's nothing that's sort of quite so singular in yes. this one. Yes. It's just consistently like, holy shit, this is crazy.
0: Although, I will say I do like the way that the title sequence kind of like breaks down down by this episode like in the first one it's just like this long shot of like them all kind of like writhing mm-hmm. When we get to this episode it's like almost more like a dove commercial or something where it's just like <laughs> people just like dancing on their own and yeah. then, like looking at back at the camera yeah and like if the music were different and the lighting were different it would just be like that yeah uh, this so
1: makes me feel free we will right? Say yeah <laughs>
0: I, I uh cut out the
4: uh the clip from the first episode of the the title sequence and put it in uh shared it in the folder with Molly and I's wedding designer of like the aesthetic that we wanted for our wedding. Oh my god. I
1: want that cross so bad. I
4: want that cross. Oh, if we get cross. Across, it would oh, fit. It, it would fit
3: really fit. well in this space.
4: Yeah, and <sighs> lighting up in the, those ways.
3: Uh anyway, yeah, uh vibes. Vibes. Very vibes. very powerful people vibes. Uh yeah, I don't know is there is there anything else that anybody wants to wants to add about the episode?
4: I love the young Pope. I love that
3: young Pope.
1: The, 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 do you love the new Pope,
4: though? Well, I'm, I'm putting this all... It's, th- this is the new Pope, but it's all under the young Pope brand. Yeah, the young pope.
3: pope is extended universe. Right, it's the
0: young, right, pope, it's the young pope... and Young Pope 2 and... The new pope. Yeah, it's a, it's just such a fun singular show. I love, I love this show
4: so much. I love hanging out in this universe. I love every time that it surprises me with new weird shit. Uh, talking about high peaks, uh, the, the from the last episode where the dove flies in and steals his speech, God. and that's the inciting incident for him, uh, becoming the going like off script, yeah, and, going off script and stuff. It's it's all the ways in which uh he grounds the show in both being very messy. And political and of the temporal and of the world, but like constantly having the presence of the divine in it. Because it's d- like everything is literally true.
1: The divine is very awkward sometimes.
4: Yeah, exactly. Uh, this show rocks, uh, and thank you guys for having us on to talk about it. Because I mean, it's it's kind of an Ouroboros. because we only know it because of you. Because yes. of you. Guys. Yes, you're welcome. For but then for we became big enough stands that we would be legitimate guests on the on on the show. That's the miracle of pod substantiation. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> this is oh, my no. my pod and my blood. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um
0: <laughs> uh, yeah uh do you guys want to uh you know tell people Ma, where I they can any find any you lap. uh before online or the,
3: before we we do the Ma, do you have any closing thoughts you want to share about the the ep I, I don't
1: know i do do i get the same tattoo that the nun got like it's kind of <laughs> cool. Right. also very painful positioning too yeah. Yeah. yeah stick and poke on the spine i can't Ooh, imagine would be rough. a pleasant experience but that's suffering baby yeah suffer for the lord yeah, that's a
3: point passion yep. uh so passion. Wh- where yeah where can people suffer for the Lord through your content <laughs> oh please suffer through our content <laughs> uh, we do a podcast called an introducing
4: it's a uh, about the stories of musicians we typically read uh, musicians memoir uh, or a long article about a musician and then we talk about that and play clips and like talk about how they uh, work in in their lives and music and society. We just talked
1: about Dave Matthews Band, which I don't know if this is the best sell for anyone, the best entry point, but we definitely. I don't know. We talk about the passion of the Dave.
4: Yeah, if you want to hear like two people who have never seriously considered Dave Matthews Band, uh, like try to really seriously consider just Dave to Matthews wrap Band. Our minds
1: around Dave Matthews Band.
4: I thought it was pretty good. I think we had a lot yeah. of good. Uh, we had a lot of fun on that out uh, on that episode, and that's at soundcloud.com slash and dash intro dash pod. Uh, and I also produce a little show called uh, Chapo Trap House, which you can find online wherever you want to find it. Uh, and we're going back to Iowa to shoot more video to make another documentary like the one that Molly uh, was the lead camera person on and I directed uh, for Chapo Trap House. It's our experience at the Iowa State Fair last summer. And we're going to follow the uh, primaries back through Iowa and Oh God, uh, New Hampshire and Nevada. Maybe uh, it's a good
1: time it- to pray
3: iowa
4: good we're
3: oh, where yeah okay great yeah i was about to ask where people can can find those vibes find the vibes i i think it's pretty fun
1: that's that's it that's, that's all yeah
3: all right yeah uh thank
0: you guys so much for for being here i feel like yeah really- thanks for listening uh if you like this show Uh, You might like our other shows that we do. We do a bunch of shows and they're all in this feed. So you're probably already seeing them. Uh, If you're just here for this one, check out the other ones. I promise they're good. Um, Fan With is the flagship fan by podcast. It's nominally about video games, but I promise we don't talk about them that much. Trust me. It's all about Uh,
3: building social link with God.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's mostly about God and... Improving your social credit score. Yeah. Social credit score yeah all that stuff um you know social capital that's really big right now um all that stuff so so fan width is good uh we also do a show called you love to see it which is a movie rewatch podcast uh that was good you know they're all good so just check them out and go to fanbyte.com if you like our content because we've got written stuff there and you can follow us at fanbyte media uh eric where can people find you online
3: if you really want to, uh, you can find me at uh, Eric Thurm on th- Twitter, where I mostly post screenshots from the young or new Pope or screenshots from anime or both, um, which I'm, I'm really excited to to dig into the show Vatican Miracle Examiner, because I really think it's going to be like a big font of like crossover content. Ooh, wow. <laughs> is that an anime? <laughs> yeah, it's an anime uh, that like, is like a, about like, yeah. Wait. Vatican Miracle Examiner.
0: I can't tell if you're joking. you're joking. I'm I'm not
3: joking. Well, we'll talk about... It. Well, I'll, I'll show you after. Okay, tell me off the air. Uh,
0: uh, also, are you still doing recaps or reviews? Yes,
3: I'm doing uh, episode, episodic reviews of The New Pope for the AV Club. Mm. So if you go to the AV Club and uh, search for The New Pope, you will find some stuff that I wrote about it. Um, and you can keep an eye out for some more stuff coming up. Uh, I will hopefully be... Uh, digging in a little bit to the the yikes warning uh, material and thinking a little bit uh, in a more serious context about the like very, very bizarre stuff happening uh, with this ability in the show.
0: Cool. Very yeah. fun content. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Merrick K. Oh, fanbite's on Byte now too. So we're fanbite on Byte. We also got, uh, I think we got at CNN, at IGN, uh we we've registered a whole bunch of them so just you know look for your favorite brand and we might already own that we're squatting on it we're gonna oh make, amazing we're gonna make our big bucks selling at cnn back to cnn back to cnn on on bite the new vine um yeah and i guess until next time yeah we, let's, let's do you guys take, know our cat, our catchphrase that we sign off with step. uh i do not no it's um it's,
1: it's-
0: is it
3: is it time it time for us to, to get a new or
0: are we sticking? Do we want a new couch catchphrase. Say the phrase. <laughs> Say it. Do it. I mean, it's we're the popes we're now. We're the popes
3: now. We're the popes now. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the I'm pope, the pope now. now. There's a new pope now. Uh, you no, know, as a uh, wh- okay. Wh- what do you think about what do you think about uh, taking the first step toward God? No, that's too much. Okay, we're we're the popes now. We're the popes now. We're the popes now. We're doing it.
0: You said it three times. I said it three it's times. <laughs> <I sum laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye.
3: We live